I do have a story to to start this time. I did not prepare you for oh, this. Oh, okay, even uh, better. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this was last weekend, I think. Uh, I had just in the last couple months watched Nate make made Nate and watched Nate watch Motocross, the oh, decom the original movie. movie. Yeah, right. right? About the woman who dresses up like a man and then races motorbikes. And, like, it's... boomers wonder why we've all questioned <laughs> ourselves a little bit sexual <laughs> why in our sexuality. Why all of our sexualities have become fluid, yeah. yeah. And and genders, for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder. Um, but so, so he's watched that. He watched me watch that, too. And obviously, you know... And I think I tweeted, like, if anyone's ever wondered, my sexuality is the movie Motocross. Oh. And, yeah, so, so like, it's it was, you know, we talked about it, obviously. And then, um, like, the last weekend, he <laughs> turns to me and he says, hey, I found this movie that I think you might want to watch. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he's like... Yeah, it's uh, it came up. It's it's like this uh, cool thing. It's called She's the Man. I don't know if oh. you would, you know. <laughs> and I, I started laughing, and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "If you think that I have not seen She's the Man, are you kidding me?" I, uh. <laughs> so we started watching it today, and I'm like quoting every other line. I was like, "Nate, I have the DVD. Uh, I love you. You're so sweet." <laughs> and it's so that- good. Like, it's, it's so good. Still so good. That one. I mean, well done, it, Amanda Bynes. I miss you. <laughs> um, well, and that's so. That's what I said. I was like, it was like one of her last like good movies. Yeah. Man, she hams it up in that movie, oh, and she's it's so it's good. a little it's a little much, but um, but it was really funny. And so like I saw it pop up today, and so we started watching it, and it's it's just <laughs> Nate. If you think. Yeah, I have not seen this. <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't seen it. No, I, he, I think he. Oh, he I had. I think he had Got maybe, it. or like known about it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I also love that it's like, hey, here's another I know, girl I know. who <laughs> kind of does the dude thing. I think he's, this is your vibe. <laughs> so, so we go on to talk about it, and he's and I'm like, he said, "Is this a remake of?" something and and i said like yes and no it's like a a remake of that movie which oh barbara streisand movie yeah um i can't remember what the name of that one is but um like i said it's a remake of that movie it's a remake of a broadway show before that musical starring uh julia andrews yeah um called victoria victor victoria and then Beyond that, it's a remake of like a Shakespeare. Right, play. Twelfth Night. Right, <laughs> is it Twelfth Night? I think so. I, I thought it was something. I don't think I didn't think I had read it, and I tried to read it one time, and I was like, "Oh, right, I don't." Should do I Shakespeare Google well. it? I don't. Yeah. Do we care it. that much? Why I care that much. Why don't not while we else. Google this, you well first Tell of what's all, going on. yeah, I'm Kindle and I'm Googling. Uh, I'm <laughs> Gretchen. I'm I'm not. I'm explaining. Um, so, uh, this week it is July 18th. I have to text my cousin. It is her birthday. Oh. And, um, and this is most likely to podcast. Um, we are coming back for the first podcast. It is after... 12th night. I win. Oh, nice. Good job. Okay. Sorry. I can't believe I've never read 12th night. I'm going to. 
I mean, find I even read Twelfth Night in like free. eighth grade. Like, I'm pretty sure you've read it. Right. I should have read it. Yeah. I'm gonna look. I'll it's look good. It. it I would it. say it's my favorite. So of I'm sure somebody that went to my elementary school will be like, "Yes, we read this what like are you eight about? times." I mean, that it's. We performed it. What do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So this is our first uh, first podcast back, just the two of us, after interviewing our first non best friend soccer focused podcast interview with Lindsay. So um, yeah, this is this is the first one back. Yeah. So you listen to Nina, which I mean, like. Round of applause. What a delight. What a cool so person. Um, right? Doing amazing things. We're so thankful yeah. she was willing to share her stories with us. And yeah, I think, it was really cool. I, I mean, if you listened, you heard me keep repeating, this is so great because I have no idea what you've been up to for the past 10 years. And um, a sentiment which she shared yes with you. Yes. And <laughs> so what people don't know is that we like, stopped recording the podcast and I was actually ready because like for me it was pretty late uh we recorded late at night and at least my time um and I was like well peace out and Nina was like wait um I just like disclosed everything of my life for the past 10 years (laughs) Kendall what are you doing (laughs) so um which which makes sense right because we put her in like a pretty vulnerable position so like we should probably do something similar yeah. to us. And if you've been ourselves. listening from the beginning, you've heard a lot of like grab bag things, I think, yeah, about our our and, lives. Um yeah. so you you might remember where I'm living, you might not. Uh, you know, kind of all over the place, but um basically Gretchen and I are going to do interviews of each other. So this week Gretchen is interviewing me, and um, in future weeks, you will hear me interviewing Gretchen, but... Yeah, and apparently, Kendall came up with this idea, and I completely shot it down. Yeah. Uh, And so, and then today, I was like, what if we interviewed each other like I was some (laughs) genius idea, (laughs) like, person, and I was like, wait, you came up with this, didn't you? And (laughs) Kendall was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did, and uh, but now it makes a lot more sense than it did when I recommended it. So it's timing. <laughs> timing is everything. Um, so yeah, I, I'm yeah. curious to see. Uh, like, are you going to ask me a question to start off, or do you want me to just start babbling? Well, okay. So let's let's do what we did to Nina oh. and without having you actually have the time to prep it. Sure. Um what is one of your favorite memories from high school? Um okay. Uh <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> but Are you getting the flashes like she I did? am. <laughs> That's so funny that she described it like that. Actually, yeah. this is a sidebar, but I asked Jordan the other day if, like, when he has memories, if they flash through his mind like a movie screen, and yeah. he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I mostly just think the thing, and then it happens. I, don't... I was like, oh, a little different for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it really does. It's like, it's like a... Um, 
I don't know. It's like a weird uh, highlight reel at like 5,000 speed. But um, I'm with Nina. I, in so many ways, I loved high school. So it's hard to pick a favorite, but something that like jumped to my head um, is, uh, and I am going to talk about theater, so my bad. Um, It's going to happen a lot this episode. It sure is. And every episode from here on out because we can't (laughs) stop, won't stop. Um, But I just thought of, um, our senior year, the musical was Annie, and I yeah. was one of the orphans. And mm-hmm. um, I am remembering that we got told as we sang "Hard Knock Life" that we weren't angry enough. Like <laughs> they were like, During "You guys are, week. uh, yeah." And so yeah. they're like, "You guys are orphans getting." like screwed over by this psychopath (laughs) and you're just singing and dancing really pretty like you're supposed to be pissed off and so (laughs) i i don't know if it was by design or what but like every single one of the orphans in that show like inherently positive people like they yeah like yeah super kind sweet (laughs) loving like Anger. Good actresses, though. Yeah, like, but I mean, <laughs> it was it was all people that could sing, make it dance, happen. like yeah. Um, yeah. But it was just like being told we weren't being angry. It was like, sure, how do we get angry? <laughs> um, so randomly came up with um, we started going out into the parking lots before we would perform um, Hard Knock Life and. Um, I don't know why I came up with this idea, but there is a, like, if you've ever been to any camp ever, you've probably heard, like, you can't ride in my little red wagon. Also, uh, Miranda Lambert made a song about this, but it is, like, (laughs) originally a chant at, like, camps and stuff. And basically, you just repeat that line, but you just start screaming it louder and louder and louder and louder. (laughs) Um, So we use that as our tactic to get angry and like fired up and then we would go in and and perform hard so this knock is life. a group of like 12 high school women yeah right yeah and were you out behind uh the girl's bathroom yes so okay uh-huh. so that parking lot yes and it's it's nighttime like it's not <laughs> was that spring or was that it was fall? a spring musical so it could be getting lighter out like as because because it would have been toward the end of the semester yeah right so but like you guys are just like at sunset screaming in your rags yeah because <laughs> you're in costume already yes just just f-ing wailing in yeah. that back parking lot yeah and and all you're saying is you can't ride in my little red wagon yes yeah so love that for the yeah. people who lived by the school um yeah 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 like, i mean They've heard worse. I'm sure. But yeah, so that's that's just what came to my mind. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. Honestly. It's a good I remember one. going back there with um and I think she was a uh an orphan. Um not literally, but in the show. In the show. Um Oh, Emily. Yes, David. Emily no. Oh. Uh Emily Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Emily's brunette you're like dark brunette, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Dark brunette. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember going back there with her to warm up for other shows that we were in. Oh. But that must have been post-Annie. It 
pre-Annie, though. It had to have been, right? No, no. If it was she our... Was in, she was in uh, um, Antigone. That uh, well, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That's probably why um, she knew to go there. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that brings up the one thing that you were in, like, a lot. That yeah. All four years you were in theater. So, yes, I was. I was involved in the musicals all four years. Um, yeah. I didn't get cast in a play until junior year, though. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. first two years, um, I just did hair and makeup, which is comical considering I'm – not good at either one of those. Um, you did my hair for my wedding day, so don't. <laughs> um, okay, we I have we talked about that on here. I did not know I was going to like. I yeah, you did. I did not. I like brought the <laughs> the curling wand because I was like somebody might need a touch up, and then it was like I said, "Who need? Does anyone need me to plug that this in?" You said you, and then I was like, "I swear <laughs> that I." told you that before that no. day no so no. you were like you're doing it and i was like i sure am and then i was like <laughs> panic the whole time and um no further proof that you did not tell me so uh i'm sitting gretchen was really genius in how she uh set us up as the reception started she um put all of the wedding party to seat like, to sit at a table um, with, like, their friends and family versus... Yeah, I didn't have a head table. Yeah. Or the head table was just me and Nate. Yeah. So, um, I'm sitting with my parents, and my mom says, I just can't get over how beautiful Gretchen's hair looks tonight. And I said, I did it. And she goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, my mom is like, <laughs> good joke. And I'm like, I did it. And, oh, I'm, I could go on a tangent, but... Is that is that something that she does? Like, she just, like... Like, does she think that you don't do your own hair? Because your own hair looks really good all the time. So I naturally have, you know, wavy hair. And I right. don't do anything other than shower, put it in a messy bun when it's wet, and wake up and magic. Um, I do, like, curl my own hair. But I only ever succeeded in that with a wand. So, like, thank you for the genius out in the world that created the <laughs> wand. Um so, I mean, she knows I do that, but, like, that's on top of an already, like, pretty wavy head of hair, you know? Still. So, uh, it's not as, like... You worked like, on your hair in high school. Like, I remember a Christmas dance with very straight Kendall hair. Okay, but that was straightening my hair. So, like, again, not, like, <laughs> <laughs> not really doing anything. <laughs> but correct all right right. okay okay so uh the other things I was involved in though um my freshman year it's kind of something I forget about even about myself but I was a cheerleader for the school right um I did not make the team my sophomore year uh and so I loved cheer so much and I still do uh but I decided to originally with the intent of okay I guess I'm just gonna gonna take a break from the high school team this year and I will try it again my junior year but to like stay in cheer shape I'm going to join um a competitive cheer squad so I did that and then that was so much more epic than (laughs) high school cheer could ever be yeah that I was like 
I'm not going back to high school cheer <laughs> because I can't. Like, the, the, it just would feel so boring. And that's not a knock on, you know, the the cheerleaders from my high school. Like, they were very talented women. Yeah, most some of them, of them yeah. most of them also on competitive teams. Right. So, right. you know, they were like a very great squad. But the parts about the elements of cheerleading that I fell even deeper in love with through competitive cheer was the tumbling, was the stunting, and was, you know, like the dancing, which Right. Yes, you'll like throw up a stunt at a basketball game or something. Yeah, you'll do a back handspring here and there. But it just it wasn't the full on effect, which also now that I think about it, probably has to do with like I already loved theater so much and the production of theater that it's like it took that side of my hobby interest and turned it into like that, but in sheer form. So, um, but then after those things, I got involved, uh, well, it intertwined. I got involved with Teen Power and other youth resources programming. Um, like the Teen Advisory Council, which these are all, um, (laughs) very specific too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was just going to say they are all like, it's Youth Resources is a nonprofit based in Evansville, Indiana, and it is all about like high school aged youth, um, and doing these different active, like activities. So Teen Power was a camp, um, that you got invited to one year and then you were like encouraged to i don't know audition uh well you had to um you i mean it was like you had to apply so like a job screening so did you go to like a group audition interview style thing where you had to like your chemistry was sussed out you know what i mean I would need backup on that question. I don't remember doing anything um, combined with people. I just remember going in really? for my individual interview. Like a, huh. yeah. So. Interesting. Because that's such a group dynamic. It is. Um, type of thing. So I kind of remember sitting in a lobby before going in and there was multiple people and it would be like, okay, now we're bringing in, you know, Kendall. Um, so it could have been that like, they were like, oh, we're doing screening or interviews from five to seven. Come in. Be there at five. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so some people might be the person that's there until seven. Other people were there until five 15, but, um, yeah. So then let's see. Yeah. I guess that's, that's it for, and then I had a job, but Hold on, go back to uh, Teen Advisory Council, because that's an interesting experience that I don't think most people at uh, MHS knew was a thing. Yeah, so... Um, you did the senior year. Did you do junior year? I did it junior year as well. Okay. Um, so it was a group of high schoolers from all over Evansville. Um, right. that were part of the teen advisory council and you were placed in different, I guess you could say committees is the situation. So like some people were scholarships, some people were, um, like, I'm pretty sure I was, I think I was community or something. So like 
we planned yeah. community volunteering activities. Sure. At, you know, Habitat for Humanity was one. Um, trunk or treats, like that type of thing. Uh, so organizing right. those. Um, I think there was a marketing one. There was a grant writing one. Um, so all of these, like, basically, if you are or have ever been involved with a nonprofit organization or have ever been involved with, like, planning events or I, I, it's just kind of all of the elements of that and right. giving you the opportunity to, um, you know, grow kind of in those skills or even become aware of them. I mean, I guess not even grow in those skills, become aware of them in high school um, and through a nonprofit organization that had some adult leadership, yes. but was and it always had just about... like a networking element to it. And I, I hate using the word networking when you're talking <laughs> about high schoolers, but I mean that's what it was. Yeah. It was like you got in, you ate donuts, you chitty chatted, like, um, and then most times, I mean, I would say nine times out of ten, there was some type of speaker from anywhere across Evansville. So like sometimes that was people from the police department. Sometimes that was a teacher. Sometimes that was um, a council member sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so kind of all over the place. So again, um, sort of introducing you to a lot of things in real life that, you know, you just don't get in school. So no. Yeah. Unless you're in very specific uh like after school activities mm -hmm. like debate or yeah. key club like it would it would have to be very specific so but basically um, my involvement with youth resources um kind of led me unless you have other questions about high school i can like trans no. transfer here into college um i uh my like junior year of high school my parents sat me down in like our den and said you can't leave this room until you figure out what you want to do with your life. Which, Whoa. yeah. Uh, that <laughs> works, I, I guess. Like, what? how early into junior year are we looking at? Are you, like, I don't even, freshly 16? I like, have <laughs> no idea at what point in junior year, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, it had to be during, like, application time, right? I, I think or it was at the least beginning like, of junior year. So, like, I would have done... Time? Like, the ACT? Oh, that would have been... I hadn't, I don't know that I'd taken the ACT yet, but all I okay. remember is just being like, oh my gosh. And what's so funny is like, that room does not have a door, but I was such a goody two-shoes that I would like, I truly cannot leave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there was nothing actually obstructing me from leaving. I just yeah. was like, I'm not allowed to. So I sat there and I sat there and it was like, um, you know, I sort of mentioned last episode, uh, like my, tr my trauma related to, um grades in school and like right being considered book smart and i was like i'm not that so what can i do um right and i was like you know i seem to be really thriving and succeeding at youth resources yeah. um you know actually doing work and stuff compared to you know algebra um but anyway i came out and i was like i am going to become a psychiatrist and I'm going to come back and I'm going to like work with everybody at youth resources and be like an in-house like counselor for them. And my parents sure. were like, 
that's not a good plan. I was like, like, well, you told me I had to decide, and this is what I decided. There you go. You asked asked Uh, a 16-year-old, my my permit just expired yesterday. Like, I I barely have a license, and you asked me what I was going to do for the rest of my life? This is it. This is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm I'm sorry, parents. Like, how, how, like, that was very thoughtful of an idea if i must say so myself like you told me to come up with something all you right? told me to come up with something i dug into my strengths and like yeah. here's what i've come up with so um anyway i had already decided on or well i so eventually i decide on murray state and right. um i go for my tour my campus tour and i don't know that they do this other at other schools because i did not have this experience at other schools, but they um, actually recommend that you like set up um, meetings with people like teachers or department heads within sure. the like major or minor that you're considering. Okay. So um, Murray State, another reason I was interested in going there, had this youth and nonprofit leadership minor. So sure. I was like, that makes complete sense for going to be with youth resources. And um, I, had, you know, like I said, I decided that I was going to do psychology so that I could become a psychiatrist. Um, so you set up meetings there. So too. I set up a meeting there. But the person that worked at um, the Office of Recruitment in Murray was like, I'm just throwing it out there. A bunch of people who have that minor get a major in this thing called organizational communication. And my parents, as forementioned, were not super supportive of my, what I thought was a brilliant plan. So my mom was like, yeah, let's do that. And (laughs) so like the whole drive there, I am being like such a brat. I'm like, you guys don't support me. You guys don't like see my dreams, all these things. And so, um, well, and you, and you love working with people. I do. And so like that to me is the only way I can do that. To help people with empathy, like in that very specific way that we know that people help people with empathy yeah like that's like that's it that's, yeah, that's, that's it that's all i know so <laughs> yeah. um we get there we start off i meet with the minor like the ynl department that's great perfect like that's everything i want it to be the right. second stop is actually with the psychology department and it was fine um is I your become, mom with you yeah my mom and dad and okay. then the last stop was with the org comm department and the department head there and it was like the best experience of my life up until that point. Like I, yeah. I was like, this person sees me, they get me. Like this is, holy cow! And it didn't have any. <laughs> I always joked like, half the reason I initially was like, okay, fine, was because the psychology <laughs> department it required me to take like extra science classes, of course. Um, right, extra science. Um, I had to take a statistics class. Yep. Uh, of course. Yeah. But these are things that I did not put into that category because I no, I'm it's, like it's only the... looking at it from like I just tell people like I'm not looking <laughs> at it from the scientist perspective, yeah. which is yeah, a mistake a, and proof why I shouldn't have done it. But 
Anyway, so I was like... It's a different type of major. There's two different types of major in that way. It's the Bachelor of Arts and the Bachelor of Science. Yeah. Bachelor of Arts, which, like, I didn't I didn't get, would have required, like, more language courses. Yeah. And things like that. Did you test out all those? Um, uh, I had to take those, too, for gen eds. Yeah. But I... Uh, Orcom was also Bachelor of Science. It just didn't require the extra stuff. Really? So my gen eds That's counted weird. enough for... That so I was like so there's no like hidden accounting class in the uh in the course lineup and he was like nope <laughs> I was that's like that's super interesting I wonder how Murray does their stuff that's still a bachelor of science are you sure I'm gonna I'm very I'm sure look I got a BS oh okay all right no. promise um <laughs> so uh anywho I end up going that route and um. I spent my first summer out of, so I've gone to freshman year of college, spent my first summer actually doing an internship with youth resources. I love it right. just as much. Um, Were you on college staff too? I, I was, but yeah. my internship sort of, um, like there was a level of that I was sort of like, I kind of had a, I don't know. I, I wasn't like the youth staff's boss by any means i but i was a resource for them but basically i was in charge of college staff right so that was my like sort of big undertaking you were basically already adult staff because they're in their three tiers it's like youth staff college staff and adult staff yeah um but what was interesting is there's two camps throughout the summer so there's high school camp and then there's middle school camp and right uh, we were like driving to middle school camp and my boss who was over the entire teen power uh, programming, her name was Emily and we're like driving it's out at um, USI. So right. that's like a hefty 40, 45 minute drive. Sure. We get out there and it's like, where's Emily? Like we packed up the cars. We drove here. She was there. Where is she now? (laughs) And what ended up happening is her husband ended up getting like super sick out of nowhere. He was in the emergency room. She had to go. Um, and I don't even know what it ended up being, but, uh, it like had him in the emergency room for the entirety of middle school camp so so it was just me high school camp yeah at that point yeah Yeah. so you you were like i've been to a couple of these middle school camps i can figure it out i mean (laughs) don't get me wrong there was obviously still adults very much helping but like that was my first experience of like delegating tasks and like (laughs) all these things and i like yeah i could not believe i survived that week yeah and i still managed to have a lot of fun too on top of that thank god um <laughs> but it was yeah it was that was crazy um and thankfully her husband's all fine and good it's 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 okay but uh <laughs> <laughs> it just really thrust me into um you know a pretty big experience so um gretchen knows this but basically every year of school or every, like, end of year of school, I would kind of come up with, like, a new idea so uh, of, like, what I was going to do. So I went into sure. college being, like, I'm going to become, you know, 
a psychiatrist, come back, be a counselor, all this stuff. Then um, I do, you know, my internship. It's amazing. I love every bit of it. Um, But I come out of actually that experience realizing, like, that I think I want to be some type of motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. Um, We all wanted to be. At some point. You, me, Derek, we all wanted to be motivational speakers. So, (laughs) and who's to say it's still not going to happen? But I don't know why I thought at 19, 20 years old I had the qualifications for that. Um, So, like, another year goes by, I get an internship at a um, a hospital's, like, foundation um, department. So, I, it was another nonprofit raising funds for um, the hospital in order to do things. So, specifically, I was helping them raise $3.1 $3.1 million to build a hospice facility. Yeah. Um, and then so, and so then you were going to do that. So then I was going to do that was. because that had, like, a lot of purpose. So I, like, really liked that. Um, Still and, in the nonprofit route. And yes. Then it and was then I – Orientation, right? Right. So then I became a summer orientation counselor. Um, and But the other thing on top of that was I started working at the Office of Recruitment, which I have told a story about that previously of how I got that job, which was a total, like, uh, accident. Like, me just being, like, open to an opportunity and it turned out to be a job when I thought it was a volunteer right. gig. So then I just became, like, really passionate about the recruitment process. And so then I was going to do that, which was actually still my intent upon graduation, but did not get that job and ended up working at the trucking company which right. i have talked about previously um so Another i really opportunity that was from nothing from that nothing that like, i just turned into... okay i need a job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's still in murray so like i could still be around for whenever they open up a position at the university that i really want yes um, yeah. If you're interested in that story, uh, either one of those stories, they're talked about in our episode titled Everything Happens for a Reason. I have no idea what number that is, but I know that's yeah, the title. Yeah. So you can go back and hear kind of about those. But um, more importantly is kind of what's happened since then. Um, so, yeah. So now so we're I'm, a couple years out of out of college college um, you almost have... on my almost finishing up my second year at the trucking company and um, at this point like you still have a couple people in the college that were in your sorority that you knew yeah um, so some people that like, were some like younger like taylor grace um right she hadn't graduated from undergrad yet she was a couple years younger than us but then most of my friends were still in grad school, so um, yeah, yeah, that you know afforded me the opportunity of like still having friends um, as I began adulthood. But yeah, anyway, um, the trucking company it wasn't it wasn't going too hot. Uh, it's they they just ran out of things for you to do, and so then they just that's, threw that's not a bunch true. of other stuff. I, oh, I was gonna you say yeah, so? I had a ton of work. Yeah. None of which, like, was really what I was hired to do. Um, which is and it just ironic. kept tacking on. And there was, like, no promotion, no um, pay raise. And, like, I and, – and flat out was told, like, that was not going to happen. So I'm just – 
I'm just sitting there doing a bunch of work that I really, like, don't love um, but, at all. But it is, it is also something that, just like you've already described, this thing where you go in with one idea mm-hmm. uh, of, like, organizational communication. I'm going to help uh businesses or um nonprofit businesses like set up their organizations yeah. so that they have better internal and external communication right. and didn't they have a task for you to do that you finished in like the first month that you were there of like setting up some kind of of situation like yeah it wasn't meetings or something like that but it was it was like a it was an organizational wide yeah so they had me go and um shadow in every single department and basically talk about how i thought that they could manage and be a better department right um and i presented all of those findings and it was like so these are great ideas but (laughs) these are like four year down the road ideas i was like that's not true some of them might be but some of these are like we could do it right now like right. some of these are right now action items, um, right? Which which at a company like trucking, they're like, oh no, we don't change things. Right? Change why, is wait, terrible. Wait, why do we hire? One of my, to have I us think the best things? the best description I have of, of like I feel like it sums it up. Like the whole thing. This was also within the first month. Um, I was tasked with putting together a um like directory for drivers so for right. drivers out on the road that's like i need to call about my pay stub like the direct right. line of who they need to talk to i right. need to call about um my miles and like my gas and like gas all this and stuff. how that's yeah so the direct lines for those things because pretty much they were always giving the operator's phone number and then like lost in translation so it was just like putting a little bit more um like giving them a little bit more of a grip on like who to talk to and like what they need to talk about and how to get there so um i was given like i don't know like way too much time to put this together like six weeks two weeks or something oh Oh, no six weeks (laughs) um yeah that's what makes (laughs) this better um so i'm like okay uh So basically, I was reaching out to the directors of each department saying, what are your most frequently asked questions within operations, which, you know, was convoluted and what it all housed. So then it was like, out of your frequently asked questions, who is the best person to answer each question? Yeah. Maximum for these people that know their job, know their stuff. Like, this should have taken... um, you know, a week. A week max, <laughs> but I'm talking like six minutes. Like, it was nothing. Um, yeah. I'm getting, like, no responses back from people. <laughs> and so after two weeks of trying to, like, get people to get their shit together to me, uh-huh. um, I end up sending out something else and I put the deadline. Like, yeah. I need these Friday. by... <laughs> Three. Um, oh, yeah, but I... It was three weeks out so that I would have one week to build it out. Like, so I need you to give me this information within three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So again, way too much time to provide, (laughs) but it's, that's the kind of time I had. 
Yeah. So next thing you know, I'm getting called into my boss's office because I gave directors a deadline. Oh. And I was like, right, but it was three weeks from now. Like, it's not like I was trying to like. And it's, they already knew about it. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, we hear you, but like, people don't like that. And I was like, Uh okay. Uh So yeah, that, that's that really that whole experience in a nutshell. (laughs) I can't imagine any job where you don't have deadlines i I mean i guess i understand that maybe the hierarchy was too um weird and like yeah it's just it's like they they really didn't have expectations it's very different now um like a year or two after i left they hired a new um i don't know i guess president and he like came in and did something that I said should have been done at the very beginning. I was like, there's so much dead weight in this company. Um, like these people have got to go, like they're not yeah. doing anything. And, yeah. um, as empathetic of a person as I am, I struggle when companies, um, give repeated, um, chances to lazy, um, employees Interesting. to um, there was somebody with like sexual harassment questions on him and like I uh, I think that there was more than 10 accusations wow. provided and he was still there um, wow. like these things where I'm like what why why do we keep them yeah. and I had a lot of questions or a lot of not questions but like kind of compliments when i got hired there that they were like oh my gosh like it's so exciting to have such like a young um (laughs) like educated person and i was like you realize you're four minutes down the road from a university full (laughs) of people like me yeah desperate still and going to continue to be because thanks covid um for a job job any opportunity that you can provide <laughs> and yet you keep all of this trash just like yeah. uh i don't get it so um, but i mean that's kind of the the idea of of these businesses that they it's, it's how they perpetuate it's how they keep going but the the point that i was making before too was you did this like you did all that work in like the first month yeah and then um and then i was like and then they what? had you doing social media yeah a little uh, bit. literally because i like i mentioned previously uh, uh, it was like uh she's like 20 something um she's probably got <laughs> yeah. facebook uh yeah sh- you should do this and i was like yeah. i guess i'm looking for something different to do so here we go so yeah that's how i got involved with doing social media for a business and um yeah so i do this for i you know i guess let's see it was 20 we graduated in 2014, so it was 2016, like spring 2016. Right. I um, I am like not well, like mentally <laughs> not okay from this job. Um, yeah. I kind of say this in Nina's podcast. I like projected it on her. Thankfully, she agreed. But I was like, whoa, Kendall, as I listened back before uploading it, I was like, because then you just have this job until you're 65. And then what? You die? Like that is like... <laughs> <laughs> Those were literal conversations I had in my head when I it would, happens. like, be driving home. And I'm like, this is it? Like, this is what we just, like, 
do all of these years of college for like all of this work was for this this like soul sucking like yeah what am i doing like this I can't felt so be much it. more fulfilled in an internship than i did yes in this thing, in this like, thing. so yeah. um i've been like i was like having those thoughts and so i was a part of um the young professionals group in murray um, I right. couldn't go to most activities because they happened during the day and that trucking company was, like, not down for you to not be around. So, um, it, oh, Because most companies would be? Like, what the hell? Who, who has a young professionals meeting that's like, let's meet at 2 p.m.? Well, no, they oh, were, no. like, lunch meetings, but I had, like, a strict hour yeah. um, lunch. So these things were always, like, you know. 60 minutes plus and i'm like i don't got that kind of time like i gotta drive there eat drive back (laughs) within an hour um so anyway i i went to they like happened to have an evening um activity so i was like i'm going because i want to participate and (laughs) it was actually one of my youth and nonprofit leadership professors the one who got me the internship at the hospital and he was talking about actually the importance of um, encouraging your employees to volunteer and like all of the uh, benefits that that has, not just for the communities, but for the individual employee, thus the employer benefits. Sure. And so I'm just like sitting there listening to him talk and I'm thinking about how I like used to feel in that internship how i used to feel (laughs) sitting in his classes and then knowing full well that the specific company i'm working for would never bite at at least at that time i'm sure it's different now um with their new president but like yeah would not bite on that idea of volunteering and everything he was saying was true but so i like he sees me and he like tries to wave for me to come talk and i was like i can't you, I have to go. I have to like, go. No, because I'm going to cry. Yes, I get in my car <laughs> and I am sobbing. I am yeah. incoherently crying. And I call my parents and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I am so unhappy. And like, they think I've gotten into a car accident. Like, oh they, because they're like, whoa, whoa, what is going on? And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. Do it. And they're like, what is happening? Um, so. <laughs> well, and, and of course, like, at the end of that, the, the end of every, like, conversation that I've had, no offense, boomers, but every conversation that I've had with you guys about, like, this is it. This is all that my job is going to be. This is all that my life's going to be. And then they're like, I mean, yeah. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Thankfully. (laughs) Oh, oh, cool, 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 cool. Thankfully, my dad had kind of gone through some stuff very, like, recently at the time. Oh, that helps. So that helped a ton that he was like, hey, you know, like, I totally know what you're talking about. And, um, you know, my mom did a really good job, like, coming in. And, like, uh, another thing, like, no offense, boomers, but, like, why don't you tell us this stuff? Before we have the breakdown, like we're not, you we're guys not had all of these experiences, <laughs> all of this stuff you could have been open to me about, but we just kept that close to the chest. Yeah, from, no. and like you know, anyway. Um, so yeah, then it just turns into like I am desperate for literally any job at all, any of them, right? Whatever, whatever will hire me. Anything else? Um, because I was already. Very seriously dating Jordan, my now husband, for those who don't know. 
Um, he was in the military. He was stationed at Fort Campbell and he had like two years, two, like a year and a half left on yeah, his. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, wasn't a, a ton of time, but it was enough time that I knew I couldn't stand it any longer at the trucking company. So basically, right. um, I wanted a job to take over the time. He, he had already decided he was going to study OSH. And I knew that that was going to be a career path. Occupational safety and health? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Okay. It's all right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just something that you, it's one of your acronyms that like <laughs> everyone knows that. It's like, no, definitely not. No, so I just that. knew that that was not going to be something in Murray, Kentucky, which is a very small town for those who don't know. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, knew that my time left in this community was definitely not forever. It was only going to be a little bit right. of time. So I'm just like, I just need something to like tide me over basically. Right. Um, that won't kill me. That won't kill me. So, um, I've, I'd put my resume out into a couple of places, um, didn't hear anything. And one day I get this call, um, from my department head, which I think I mentioned this story in that same, um, everything, happens everything happens for a reason then, episode, yep. but he, um, heard about a job opportunity from one of his other former students and he was like I don't know why it just sounded like you so I just thought I would see if you're looking for a job um and I was like I which am. is crazy because <laughs> it doesn't really sound like you because explain explain what it is now I mean I know that most people already know it. it's not like a shock but well so um it was for a convention and visitors bureau and of Murray and they right. were looking for a director of marketing but under that umbrella was um social media um, being kind of what turned into the biggest arm of it, but also event, um, I guess production in a way. Yeah. Um, but also but with not- that, like the the standard marketing stuff, press releases, you know, flyer making, that type of thing. Yeah. And that's not really where you were. I mean, like no. it's what you were doing now, but like it wouldn't necessarily be something that your college professor would have been like. You know, I think more of what it was is that. Um, Aaron, my friend that works at the CBB. Hi, Aaron. Um, she, I, she might've, maybe she can clarify. She might've described the type of person she was looking for. Sure. And that maybe sounded okay. more like that, me. That I could see. That um, I could see. So anyway, I throw my application out there. Um, I know nothing nothing <laughs> about visitors bureaus didn't know they were a thing i don't know why makes were you sense on twitter yeah okay i'm just i'm just trying to gauge out how much social media you were doing back in 2016 oh yeah i was on twitter i was on pinterest i was on instagram i was on snapchat i was on facebook okay um, so at this point you're fully immersed yeah. you're no longer the high school kendall of right. ghost right yeah. but i just okay. don't know what a CVB is. Um, right. And, you know, they say to, like, research a job before you go, which I did. But, like, so the Visitors Bureau website obviously is built for a visitor to get on there <laughs> and to figure out how to spend time in the destination. It is right. not, like, a here's what we do um, type website. Right. Um, so I, like, 
go on there trying to do my research, but I don't really feel like I still know what's going on. But I'm like, whatever. Here we go. Um, right. So the the whole thing about well, I shouldn't say all visitors bureaus, but uh, I bet ninety five percent of visitors bureaus are funded through a hotel motel tax. So when you stay at hotels um, and you're looking at your itemized receipt at the end, you'll notice like these added tax for um, you know it'll say hotel motel tax or lodging tax, and those you know added you know three percent, five percent, eight percent whatever it is in the state that you're in, that is funneled to the Visitors Bureau. So the idea of a Visitors Bureau, the the whole kind of mission is sure to have people in your destination, but more than anything is to have people stay at your hotels. So heads... People from out of town. Yeah. Heads in beds is the sort of slogan. Right. So very basic information I should know before going in. And so at one point when they're like, do you have any questions for us? Um, they had like in this really cool like thing on their wall. It said heads and beds. I was like, I just, like, I want some context of what that me, is. Give me some, yeah, give me some knowledge. And, what? and yeah, they're like, are you talking about sleeping with people? What yeah. Are you doing? And they're like, uh, and they explain everything I just said. I was like, oh, sure. I knew that. Um, uh, You're like, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm seeing the time. So I'm going to like try and run through this quickly, even though I hate no, that I can't okay. like dig into my time at the Murray CBB because it changed my life. Like if right. you're listening, I could get teary talking about my people there, the experiences that they provided me, um, the like... I mean, it was just the, a complete 180 from what I had been dealing with at the trucking company. Um, I actually, one of the questions they asked me during my interview was like, what are you seeking like, in your yeah. next job? And I, all I said was freedom. Like, yeah. I want the freedom to, I wanted the freedom to even just do my job. I didn't have yeah. that there. Like, yeah. everything was under a microscope. I yeah. just wanted freedom. I wanted creative freedom. I wanted right. all of this stuff. And, like, they were like, well, good, because you're going to have a lot of that here. <laughs> because they were like, we need you to just do that. But also, like, uh, happy to provide. Um, <laughs> but, but in, and again, with this, like, whole trend of just, like, you go into something, you know, either thinking one thing or not thinking anything. Yeah. And then and then you're confronted with like a part of an itch you didn't even know that you needed scratched. Yeah. That like, you know, something that like passion for things that you didn't even know that you had that passion for. Yeah, it's why I preach so much about that everything happens for a reason. That's why that episode was called that. I believe in that so much. Like I I don't know where I would be. I mean, I wouldn't, I, like, if I had to, not to say that my ideas for myself weren't totally off base of who I am as a person. Like, I, I think that they would have worked. But without all of the, like, the peaks and the valleys and the twists and the turns, like, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now, which is something that, like, somehow combined all the things that I really loved. Even... Yeah. Like, so a Visitors Bureau isn't a nonprofit, specifically. It's not a 501c3. It's a 501c6. Um, sure. But. All, all our tax nerds out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
hey guys, I don't know anything other than that. Please don't ask questions. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, you know, a reason that I really love my job so much, um, I was just asked this by someone like why I like marketing, which I did not go to school for marketing, as you've heard from what I studied. I didn't even take one single marketing class, didn't know diddly squat. Um, I just had honestly the experience with um, writing blogs from being at the trucking company and um, the social media arm. Like that's all I had for, uh, well, and the event um, experience from my other gigs, but like the other like core values of marketing knew nothing about them. Um, But I love that, like, because of the work that I do, I'm inspiring people to go and, like, have experiences. You know what sure. I mean? Like, because of, you know, the marketing stuff, material, and whatever way that they're consuming it, whether it's through social media, blog, an advertisement, whatever that was that triggered them to plan the family vacation, to go try that new restaurant for their birthday party, like all that stuff. Um, but I mean, that just like brings me such joy to think that, you know, I, I would have any touch of, you know, of myself and their decision-making to like have those experiences. It's a type of motivational speaker. (laughs) It's, it's a kind. Thank you for that. (laughs) Maybe I should get back on that track. Um, (laughs) (laughs) no. So, so I do want to, um, bring this up and if if we need to i can cut it out um because at some point uh at this point like jordan is in atlanta yeah uh working on a job you are still in In murray Murray, yes and um and and you're you're going to move down there yeah um and uh you you got the call from youth resources Oh yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people you know this at all. Yeah, yeah. So sorry if I need to cut no, this out. No, 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 no. Okay. That's that's an interesting. It's a very interesting um, life moment for sure. Yeah. So you got the call from Youth Resources that they had an adult staff position open. Well, not an adult staff position, an actual paid position through sure. the Youth Resources staff, like. Right. Full-time staff. Um, yeah. So um, I already knew that I was having to, you know, Jordan had been given a job opportunity that, or presented with one. I don't, I guess he hadn't 100% accepted it yet. That's what's so crazy. Like it happened in like the barely 10 day span of like them saying like, we're going to offer you something. Him telling right. me. Right. Then them actually offering him an offer letter. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, he's like, well, I need to discuss this. I'm like, you know, all those things. So, like, it's not a lot of time. And so it's like I go through, okay, like, I'm about to have this, like, huge life change of moving to a different state. Oh, my gosh. Like, here we go. Like, this is all going to happen. I'm petrified, mostly because, like – the majority of my my fear actually holds in the fact that I really feel like I had found my passion and my my purpose through my job at the Visitors Bureau in Murray, and working team. with those people. Yeah, yes. and your team. And my team. That, that you felt like you could achieve some real 
concrete goals with. Yeah. And then the other, like, minor thing that I was having was, like, I'm – I can't believe I'm going to be moving somewhere new. But I had also kind of mentally been preparing myself for that for a long time. But the part that I wasn't expecting was to love the people I worked with so much. Sure. Um, So, yeah, it's like all of a sudden I get a call about an opportunity um, with youth resources. Um, And although it wasn't a, like, to be a counselor for them, like I had originally (laughs) dreamed, it was kind of like the perfect combination of what I really also kind of wanted at that time, like back in the day. So it, it's like, it feels like, oh, is this your dream, like, coming to reality? Like, I still, you know, Jordan hasn't officially accepted yet. Like, do we say yes to this and just, like, go out on a whim and and, and do this and move back and, to Evansville and, like, start yeah. there? And, like, there's plenty of opportunities for him there, but. Right. Um. So, yeah, it was this weird tug on my heartstrings, um, basically. And, it, and, and I don't want to say it was, like, to go back in time because I still feel like I had totally moved forward. It wasn't going to be a step back for me by any means. But no. it was just the timing was crazy. It was like, right. do you take the new path or do you go down the one that um, – I don't know if it's that like you wanted that I've I mean, wanted, you, but like, do I still want it now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that you idealized in your, in your like literal youth. Yeah. Like, and the thing that, um, was really why I said no, because, you know, my heart really wanted to say yes, like really badly. Right. Um, but my gut and my head said, you know, I, I had told Jordan from, the moment he had decided on studying OSH and all of that and knowing full well that that kind of job opportunity wasn't going to be prevalent in Murray, you know, I said, wherever we go after this is you, like what you it's want, your it's your yeah. turn. And I'm like, if I like rip him away from this opportunity that's being presented and I take him to this thing that I don't even know that I wholeheartedly want anymore. Like, because at this point you're kind of in the tourism. I've turned into yes, I've turned into the tourism mindset. realm, and I really like fall yeah. in love with it. So I say no, and we come to Atlanta, which like, you know, I will try and say all this quickly. Um, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're we had started fine. this thing 45 minutes, so thanks everybody for holding on. Um, <laughs> Don't thank them. <laughs> They're still here. They're like, yeah, I want to listen. I want to listen. The <laughs> f- <laughs> they don't deserve your thanks. You guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> so we decide, you know, I say no to that position. Um, and we come to Atlanta. And so Jordan's working and I'm trying to find a job. I thought it would be smooth sailing. I don't know what is wrong with me. Um, I was like, I have all There's this a lot great of... experience. I, which none of those factors were untrue. Like I did have great experience. I like had a solid resume, all these things, but There's a I, lot of burbs down there too. So like, and I, if you yeah, I had with Atlanta tourism, then there were going to be other like municipalities and cities and towns. Well, there. so the first thing I do is I, I, uh, the reason we even settled on, so we talk about talking about suburbs. 
we live in a northern suburb of the city. Um, I mean, our address is technically Marietta, but we're basically Roswell, Georgia. Right. And so I apply for a, like, I don't remember even what it was called. It was like the most convoluted title. Um, But basically marketing was in there and I was like, sure, I can do this. So for their visitors bureau, sorry if I wasn't clear. Roswell's. Roswell's. I apply. um, I get an interview. And I'm like, I'm going to nail it. It's going to be great. So I go and I do nail it. But (laughs) um, they wanted a lot more advertising experience. Right. Sorry, I needed some water. Um, okay. So the... Yeah, the, so you, you go in, I remember this, you go in for that interview and um, you didn't have that advertising experience, but you liked the people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. the one woman that was yeah. like, and she liked you. Yeah. <laughs> she so, was like... So Dottie yeah, is yeah. her name. If you're listening, yeah. Dottie, she likes all of our posts. So I don't know if she listens or if she just supports through that. But hi, Dottie. Um, so, yes, I really like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you just have these like weird moments with people that you're like, I feel like I've known you forever. Um, but I've never <laughs> met you before my whole life. So. Right. Anyway, yeah. have this great interview, great experience, like time and stuff talking with Dottie. And even though like some of the things that they were talking about for advertising, I, you know, I just said, I don't have a fear in being able to figure that out, though. So right. I can do all the other stuff. And if that's the part that I have to learn, like, that's nothing. Right. So I leave. And I at the time, I haven't officially moved to Georgia. So I'm back in Kentucky. And but you're like, oh, maybe I got this job. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I... I feel pretty confident. I'm not 100% yeah. confident, but I'm like, I did really well and they seem to really like me. Right. So all of a sudden I'm getting a phone call from a number in Georgia. Right. And I'm like, like this oh is my it. God, I got the job. No one gives you a call to tell you you don't get it. So that's what this is happening. <laughs> so I'm surrounded by my like old co-workers i'm like she's calling she's calling oh my god so i'm like hello (laughs) and so she's like kendall Dottie is saying this yeah kendall so um i wanted to call because no (laughs) i well here's the thing i'm not hiring you for the position yeah yeah and i'm like oh okay and she's like but that seems weird yeah she goes but i really liked you like a lot Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me to decide but I really needed somebody who could, like, do the whole job. So sure. I went with, you know, the other candidate who had all the experience I wanted and more. Um, but I really liked you and I want to help you find a job. So I'm going to keep my ear to the ground. I've got your resume on hand. I'm going to, like, send it to everybody. So, of course, like, I kind of immediately go to, oh, I'll never hear from this lady again. Right. Like, why would you? Why would I? <laughs> no one does this. Like, no one. Right. Okay. So I say, sure, thank you so much. It really was a pleasure. Like, I would love to hear anything that you come up with connection-wise, but fully expecting to never hear from this woman again. So I hang up, and of course they can tell that I did not get the job. And then next thing you know, she's calling me again. And I'm like, what? And so I answer. I'm like, are we going to go through this again? Like, did you need to tell me one more time how I didn't get the job? (laughs) She's like, 
Hey, I already thought of something. I need to go to this um, Atlanta Metro Travel Association meeting, but I don't want to go. So you're going to go in my place. And that's all (laughs) of the tourism people in Metro Atlanta. So you can, like, meet everybody. And And, uh, you're not busy. I know you aren't. Yeah. You don't have a job. Because you don't have a job. And it's like... (laughs) I move there in like eight days. This happens on day 10 or like 10 days from the day that she's talking to me. So I'm like, I will have lived in Atlanta for like a total of 10 or like two days. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'll go. It sounds great. Um, So, yeah, I go to that meeting, which like so kind and then like she calls me again and she's like i have another interview i want you to go to and so i go to that interview and i don't get that job she said something else up for me i don't get that job she sets up something else for me i don't get that job so she starts to personal recruiter literally and every person and here's the other thing i keep making it to the final two of every job i go to And, like, all of them keep saying, we really like you, but... And I'm like, this is starting, like, to hurt my feelings. It hurts now. now. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, Dottie starts to, like, feel terrible. She's like, I am just so sorry that, like, I haven't... I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the nicest anyone has ever been to me in my entire life and you don't even know me yeah you don't even know me. you like, don't know like, me this is fine <laughs> this is fun i don't have to like do all of this on my own i have a foot in the door right this is and that really was the beautiful great. part is almost all of them were things that weren't even necessarily posted so right. like i was i i would have missed these things otherwise so right um anyway like I said, she sets me up on like eight or nine different things and none of them pan out. So I right. end up settling um, and taking a job at a real estate company and like spoiler alert, really bad time. Um, yeah. Do not need to talk about that at all. So were you in social media over there? Yeah. Okay. So you're doing something that you thought would be adjacent yeah. to the thing that you really liked, which was like finding a place in this case a home in other places a town where you can feel happy yeah and but you were doing social media for the realtors yeah i i was doing it for the realtors and for the public but there's all of these legalities with how you can post as a real estate company so like I couldn't post an actual listing and say, go check out this house. Go check it or, out, yeah. like, here's a story of a couple who, like, I had none of that going on, so. It was more theoretical, kind yeah. of, like, yeah. vague. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the types of blogs we were writing were, like, um, you know, four ways to set up your um, backyard for the perfect barbecue. Like, Oof. weird stuff. So. It was more, uh, like, a magazine than a. Yeah. 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 Kay. So. Um, anyway, I'm not having a good time at all, but I'm just trying three to push months? through. Um, yeah, I ended up so being there three months yeah. um, at that job because, and like Gretchen keeps saying, <laughs> like <laughs> things just sort of fall into place and everything happens for a reason. That's me, though. Um, yeah, no, that's you. That's me. Um, so next thing you know, Dottie calls me again. And this time, it was not to set me up with another interview, Lord knows where. 
It was <laughs> because they ended up having another opening at the Visitor's Bureau that actually, like, specifically had a specialized area of the um, social media and the, um, like, sort of website side of the Visitor's Bureau and marketing experience. So right. she was like, because you've already interviewed before, I don't actually have to interview you again if you're interested. <laughs> Can you start Monday? <laughs> no, I did have to wait another month to start, which sucked. <laughs> actually, that's not true. It was longer than a month. So I must have been. It was a, a couple months. It was a couple it was of like months. Two months. Um, because, yeah. yeah, I found out actually at my bachelorette party that I got the job. Um, I and I started that. August. Um, and then you started And then in I October. started in October. So, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I've now been there since October 2018. And it's been a dream. And um, I have really, you know, I was going to say really enjoyed living in Georgia. But now I realize I haven't talked anything about how I was fearful of moving to Georgia. But that doesn't matter. Um, I think you've kind of addressed it yeah. a little bit and especially in other podcasts go listen to all the other yeah, podcasts all of them because they're brilliant yeah. um yeah so yeah that's kind of like my whole story Oof. to where you are now to where yeah. i am now in roswell yeah. georgia um having a lot of fun if you live around here come be my friend <laughs> okay so You've already said, you said in the what, very first podcast that you wouldn't, and uh, repeated last week, or whenever I post this, or whenever I send this to you, <laughs> um, that uh, you wouldn't have recognized yourself. Um, um, not really. And, yeah. and I don't know that it's like myself as a human being. I think that I'm very similar to who I was in high school, um, personality-wise. Yeah. However... The things that I would have never seen for myself, one, living in Georgia. Um, I have no idea where I would have been living, but Georgia was not on my radar. I had never even been sure. here before. So, sure. um, two, that I would marry a boy from Illinois because right. that just would have never happened in in my S- senior year high school mind. Um, Side note, does he get annoyed when you say Illinois? Like, because I should say it a different way? Yeah. It's it's ill, Illinois. You're yeah. saying it like L, like L, Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. I just wondered. That's all. No, he's never said anything <laughs> to me. Um, I'll ask him. And then, yeah, probably, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's probably yeah. like, yeah, but that's fine. I, pick my battles. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, and then the other thing to... is that I would have never thought I would be working in social media because that was not a thing either. Okay, I have two questions since most every other question we have answered, answered. in one of these okay. podcasts. Um, all right, so one is actually about Jordan. Oh. Do you think you would have been friends with him at MHS if he went there? Mm. Do you think that he would have been in, in your on your radar? Well, so it's – I would say – would I have known who he is? Yes, because he's always the tallest guy in the room. So, like, that right. that would have been, like, there's that guy. Um, right. 
I hope so, but it would take it would have taken me getting to know him. So I like my type is like some funny people. With him or yes, something. yes, like that. Yeah. I would have had a class with him, and we would have sat by each other, and I would have been able to like get him talking because like my type is pretty much just funny person, right? Sure. And then, but however, it wasn't in high school. You like them dramatic boys in high school. I mean, but they were also funny. They were funny, but they weren't like they weren't. I'm not talking class funny. clowns. Yeah, I'm talking like good still witty. Um, witty. Okay. So Jordan is very witty, um, but you have to get him talking first. <laughs> so um, I, you know, if I really do feel like if yeah, in the class situation, and I got to know him a hundred percent. But if I just knew him as the tall guy. It wouldn't, like, and his good looks, it wouldn't have been enough for me. (laughs) Okay, all right. So that was the first one. Uh, Because we didn't really, like, hang out with guys who played football. He played football, right? You're right. Uh, Football and basketball. Yeah. Yeah, see, I just can't. Okay, I can't imagine it. Because Nate's the same way. Not basketball, but, like, okay. And then uh, the other one is what is something in high school – that you did or participated in or just like a, a little moment to brag something that you were proud oh. of of like you you look back and you're like I'm glad I did that That's a good question. Yeah. It's it's positive. Yeah, it's a positive it, question. And it's day. like and it's like a <laughs> shout out to Claire on how she wants us to brag about ourselves more. <laughs> so it's kind of like that but not all it about will us. It'll never happen. Um, so Okay. So I think So the thing that comes to my mind, so I'm going to have to say it, but I I'm sure there's a way better answer out there than this. But the no, thing this that is what comes you're to proud of well, the thing that first came to my mind, I am proud of it, but it's also still funny as heck that, um, and we we have actually not told this story before because oh, no. we didn't use that audio for some reason. Um, sure. Probably my uh, my audio blew, but um, we got second place at state in theater <laughs> <laughs> for like. A group performance or something. Oh my god! Uh, but it was, it was literally a comedy skit that it was pretty much just Gretchen and I, ninety uh, percent of the performance, and then Mary Elise had like three three lines thrown in there, so we technically moved past duo <laughs> into this other category, and the entire, um, like. Uh, show or a little skit we did was t- about two women getting plastic surgery yeah. and we do not need to dive into that today maybe we can do that another this time is, this but is the thing that you're proud of i know that's what i'm saying it, there's something way better out there but this is what came to my head first i love that i love that. um yeah and so we got second place but what's like the best part of the whole thing is like not not only did we get second place which is like nice but we talked about getting plastic surgery, like comedy performance, and right. we end up losing barely to a like giant ensemble doing the Salem witch trials. And we find out Is after the awesome? fact that had we gotten first place, we would have performed in front of <laughs> all of the people at state. 
So to no, think that no. they almost chose us talking about getting plastic surgery over no. something like the Salem witch trial performance of like 15 people. Specifically, tell them what they called us for the rest of the weekend because it was the funniest part of the sketch. People would see us randomly and and just yell what? What were they yelling? I don't remember. You don't remember? No. It was boob job. They would yell <laughs> boob job at us. It's hey boob job girls. You guys are the boob job girls. And and because <laughs> the whole point was that what you weren't you weren't comfortable saying it, or, or I wasn't comfortable saying it. I think I was getting a nose job and you were getting yeah, a boob and then job I was gonna get a boob job because you had the bigger boobs, so it'd be weird for you to get yeah. a boob job. Uh, I, you also said something about how my nose was also fine yeah and so it was weird for me to get a new any job anything done <laughs> no no uh but yeah so it was like i had to convince you to confidently say boob job in this doctor's office waiting room uh and so then people would be like boob job girls oh, you guys man. are hilarious we and are then, like, funny one girl when we went up to get our ribbons one girl like took a picture with us do you remember this part yeah at all yeah like it felt really weird that we were like famous for (laughs) no good reason um so dumb so dumb so yeah there's a way better answer out there that i should come up with but that is where (laughs) i'm at right now that's that's because you know that's also two beers in i already took my cbd for the night so (laughs) i'm not on my a game Well, we'll wrap it up then. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on your podcast. And uh, oh my gosh, talking. yeah, that is weird. I like for a second, I was like, I forgot I belonged here normally. <laughs> well, you can find me at Most Likely to Podcast on Instagram, yeah. Most Likely to Podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah. What's a project that you're working on that you want people to check out? Your Roswell Instagram? I mean, Twitter? they could visit at visit Roswell GA um, on Instagram. Yeah. I do have a lot of fun over there and I'm like growing it. But more importantly, um, if you're listening after, you know, getting turned on. Oh, I don't like saying turned on from the Nina <laughs> podcast. Ooh, my bad. Oh. <laughs> you know what? That's what we're going to say from now on. Yeah. T- tune in to get turned on. This is... <laughs> get active if you're here because you tuned in for the first time on nina's podcast and you thought i'm gonna like stick around i'm so glad we also want to hear from you so um please like message us on anything or email us most likely to podcast at gmail.com to let us know you're you're interested in letting us interview you um we are like so stoked to get that process going um and get to know more of y'all we do it on zoom and we drink the whole time so it's it's just like every other meeting that you've been to in the last six months so (laughs) you know i mean (laughs) you think of it that way (laughs) yeah it's really nothing different yeah yeah except that we record it and then share it you know a lot uh, of people a dozen people listen to it so most of whom you do not know you might so that's- be hearing my garage door. Sorry. Yeah, go. No, that just started going, and so it was loud, and I wanted to acknowledge that if you're hearing something, it's my garage door. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, that's it. Yeah, uh, that's it. 
tune in next week when we do something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully another interview with someone else. Someone. <laughs> okay. Bye. Right. Well, bye everybody. Are we staying on the phone? Okay. Bye.